informing America's farmers and ranchers. This is AOA, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Now, here's your host, Jesse Allen. And thank you for joining us here once again as we are broadcasting live from the third and final day of the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. This is Agriculture of America AOA. We are with our friends at Trelleborg Boot 1062 here once again today and another beautiful, beautiful day on tap in front of us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for being here with me. Joining me once again today, one more time. My good friend, Mr. Mike Pearson, is with us. Mike, good to see you. Good to see you as well, Jesse. It's good to be back at the Farm Progress Show here this year. It's been two full days of big crowds. They were saying yesterday they were using overflow parking lots they haven't needed to use wow. for a decade. Wow. Back wow. here, the crowd was busy, and I I hope it's all filtering through to these booths and these tents and all of the great innovations on display here at the Farm Progress Show. I hope so as well. Joining us also once again, Chris Snyder, Marketing Training and Development Manager with Trelleborg. Chris, third and final day of the Farm Progress Show. I think we're all ready to go. Top of the morning, guys. Yes. Uh, yesterday, you know, we're on 10th Street here, and uh, the traffic was very good. You know, we Love them coming into the booth, and we're on a good spot here. And it is another Chamber of Commerce day here in Decatur. Yeah, it is. Well, and I know, Chris, as folks have been making their way around the grounds, we want to talk a little bit on the OE side here to start today's show. I mean, you go look at some of these lots. I see a lot of Trello board tires on some of this equipment, Chris. You know, uh, the thing I always tell when the growers come in to the to the booth here and we start talking about tires and then i say hey you're going to be walking around to the other booths go in there check check out the equipment and you're going to find a lot of trelleborg and mitas product on those you know that's what we try to do because it's it's just like any original equipment oe thing you want to be on the new equipment because a couple things happen there uh the equipment is brand new Stuff, I use the word stuff, stuff works better when everything's brand new. The tires are no different. Then you're going to get some replacement business when you go to replace those tires, and, and they're going to perform very well. That's what you want. We've got a lot of fitment with the green guys. We've got a tremendous amount of fitment with the red guys. Uh, if you go down to some other booths, uh, we have a lot of fitments with those tractors. So it's really nice to see. And that that means the confidence in the manufacturers with our product. You know, we have some really good warranties on both the Mitas and the Trelleborg product. So take some time as you're in this in the show and come on into the booth. We've got our tire experts here. We're coming down the home stretch. Yep. It's been really three good days. I, I love coming to the show. Again, I say this all the time. We're at the Super Bowl of Farm Shows. So uh, I have a good time here. So Chris, and you know, you mentioned right there, you, you've got uh, a number of different part numbers on the green side as well. And it's worth noting that's all green equipment. I was in the Fed booth here the uh, the first day of the trade show. And I I think, and I don't want to tell tales out of school, but I believe it's Trelleborg on every machine in the Fed booth. No, there, there again, it's really nice to see what, because I walk around and look at things because I like to see and you're right, Mike. Uh, you know, I call them the Lexus of the tractors. Nothing mm -hmm. against the other guys, but I use that because, uh, they, you know, they're built uh, overseas and we have a tremendous relationship with them. So it's really nice to see our product on their equipment as well. But we, we love all the equipment on all Absolutely. the manufacturers. Yeah. Trust me. Well, and I think just all, all the work you guys do with those manufacturers and, and their confidence in putting the Trelleborg Mitas brands on their equipment. I think that speaks volumes as well. Chris. Oh, no. And, and again, we love that. You know, you had Josh or uh, Josh, I was listening to a conversation earlier, uh, Josh from Stonex. You guys were talking fertilizer. Yeah. Another thing the growers got to, I, I, I want to say, worry about. But we we if you come in here, look at the Mitas or Trelleborg product, you won't have to worry about with some tire purchases. We'll give you some good advice. Talk about what you need. Let our experts help you out. Take that out of the equation. Mm -hmm. And Chris, I mean, if, if folks are at Farm Progress Show or if they're at home thinking about their harvest needs, whether it's combine, grain cart, you name it, you can also jump in right now on Trelleborg and save a little money on some of these tires. Is that still correct? Correct. We have our fall 
instant rebate. And I use the word instant because that's what that means. There's no filling out of paperwork. There's no going to the website, fill things in, go to your dealer and negotiate the price. And you'll get from 100 to $2 instantly off the price of the tire and that helps the bottom line of the growers. Absolutely. Yeah, and I believe as well, uh, wasn't there a, a Visa gift card you guys are doing a giveaway Also here having show? a Visa. You guys, are, again, as I said, <laughs> you guys are so trainable. This is, thank you again, absolutely. And we've got a Visa gift card giveaway going. Come on in, take, take a couple minutes to get some information. And uh, that's correct. Uh, I think anybody can use a little extra money. Yeah. And the Visa gift card, you know, it's really... Uh, uh, universal you can use it for anything sometimes sure. you, you stick with a certain uh whole uh place to go shopping but the visa gift card lets you go everywhere why, so it's very flexible why not just turn around and use that as a quality a little down payment on a nice pair of new trelleborg tires or mitos tires Chris? that's what we would be hoping for jesse <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> Chris, I want to bring it back to the OE, the original equipment out here on the yep. farm show that's wearing Trelleborg or Mitas tires. How long does it take to get a set of tires on a piece of new equipment? Is this a process you working with the manufacturers to make sure everything fits? Yes. Well, the main goal would be if you guys would go into order a tractor, we call the standard equipment. So uh, let me tell you, a lot of times the growers go in and they, they don't really pick a tire. They just, they get through some things and they get to the tires and the guy says, or the grower says, give me whatever you want. You want to be that pick at the uh, manufacturer and we're in that pick. Uh, we're in the price book or whatever. And we have some OE people that are also here at the show. That's their mission to go into the manufacturers and say, okay, when it comes down to tires, you make it a Metos or a Trelleborg pick for the farmer, but the farmer could go in and we say, specify the tires. So if you go into the equipment dealer and say, listen, I want to set a Metos or I want to set a trollboard, we can take care of, or the manufacturer can take care of that too. So you can do any way you want to there. Uh, we want to be standard because that's what comes all the time, but sure. uh, it's also available to request or we say specify our tires. To specify the tires, and it just shows that confidence that these manufacturers have in the products that are yep. coming out of your U.S. factories. Yeah, and that, that thank you for saying that because you just can't go in there and say, give me XYZ brand because there's some things you got to do. You know, their quality, Jesse, as you've been talking about, the tires have to pass. Uh, we use the word homologation. That's mm. a fancy, well, yeah, how about that word? So that just means it gets approved to be used at that level so that's what you want to strive for right there and again booth 1062 here trelleborg mitos at the farm progress show third and final day and like you have been saying as well you got the tire experts here so if people have questions they're seeing your quality products around the grounds or they want to get an up close look here in the booth they can come on in and talk to you and talk to the other folks here and, and get some advice on, on all the various Charleborg Mitas tires, can't they? Chris? I think we go till four o'clock today, so we yep. got a short day today. Ha ha. <laughs> Anyhow, but uh, we'll be here. That's exactly right. Come on in. We're here till the end. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Chris, I know we're going to talk to you a little bit later in the show as well. For now, we'll let you go. Chris Snyder with Trelleborg joining us here on AOA. And Mike, we're going to talk High Lake Soybeans coming up next. Some the opportunities United there. Board. A lot of opportunities there. We'll get to that coming up right after this as we are broadcasting live from the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. You're listening to AOA, Agriculture of America. I've been farming my whole life. I don't need somebody to come out here and state the obvious. I don't need anybody to explain my farm to me. My local co-op works with CHS, and they know what I need when I need it. A global network of support. Local expertise. And valuable market options. We need a co-op that's here for us. So we can own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. Are you heading to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur? Stop by the Trelleborg booth on 10th Street and see Mike Pearson and me, Jesse Allen, broadcasting live. Learn about the HF-1000 and features that minimize soil compaction. We will be broadcasting live from Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from the Farm Progress Show. That's Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you in Decatur.
At Bayer, we think farmers have made enough trade-offs. That's why we created VT4 Pro with RNAi technology, so you don't have to choose between yield potential or our widest spectrum of insect protection. You get both. And you're even protected against notorious pests like corn earworm and corn rootworm. Visit vt4pro.com to trade up without the trade-offs. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bear Group. Always reserved. The landscape of media has changed, and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters as almost twice as reliable as major news outlets. Farm radio continues to be transparent, honest, and trustworthy. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. What do Mick Jagger, Barbara Walters, and Star Jones all have in common? They've all suffered from something called heart valve disease. Heart valve disease affects 11 million Americans, and if left untreated, can lead to death. Unfortunately, less than one in four Americans have much knowledge of this disease that kills more than 25,000 people every year. The good news is that if heart valve disease is treated, patients can recover and live long, happy, and productive lives. But in order to treat heart valve disease, you need to know if you have it. If you or your loved ones are over the age of 65, have been treated with radiation to the chest, have been diagnosed with a heart murmur, or have a history of heart disease, it's time to listen to your heart. Ask your doctor today about screening for heart valve disease. A message brought to you by Heart Valve Voice US. For more information about the symptoms and treatment for valve disease, go to heartvalvevoice-us.org. Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed, AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. Welcome back here to AOA as we broadcast live from the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. Third and final day of the show with our friends here at Trelleborg Boot 1062. Come on by and see them, see us if you are here on the grounds today and uh, enjoy just the beautiful weather and talk tires here with our friends at Trelleborg. We're going to talk high oleic soybeans right now, though. Joining us, he is the VP of Marketing for the United Soybean Board. John Jansen is with us. John. Great to uh, have you on the show with us today. How are you? I am great. Thanks for letting us sit in. Yeah, we appreciate the time. And I know uh, both Mike and I are excited to talk high oleic soybeans because there is a, there's a lot of potential right now for high oleic soybeans here uh, in the U.S., isn't there, John? There is. Uh, this year's harvest was around 800,000 acres, just getting started on a platform that will probably reach a million acres next year. And based on... Um, a perception of where we think we're headed at least 3 million acres by 2027. Wow. My question, John, if we can take a step back a little bit for listeners who might not be in the world of soybean production. That's true. Yeah. What What is a high oleic soybean and how is it different from the conventional soybeans we're, we're accustomed to seeing across the corn and soybean belt in the U.S.? Yeah, so the fatty acid profile of a conventional soybean is uh, polyunsaturated and the fatty acid profile of the high oleic is monounsaturated. Mm. So high oleic actually is looks just like olive oil fatty acid um, without any flavor so okay and there's a lot of a lot of research back behind high oleic soybeans as well here that really shows a lot of the benefits isn't there john yeah farmers the usb board um our bosses have invested over 128 million dollars in high oleic since 2008 um, the returns they've gotten back the roi is double that so farmers are are getting paid handsomely for uh, creating this product and creating markets for this product. So my question then would be to what separates the high oleic soybean? What generates that premium that these high oleic growers are able to capture? Why does this bean bring so much more to the market? It's the oleic fatty acid. Um, you know, years ago when we looked at industrial type like tire applications, candles, uh, lubricants, those kind of things, it was all about just a drop in replacement for a petroleum product. Now it's about extracting the oleic fatty acid and doing novel chemistry to create a product that's in a tire that, you know, uh, wears better than 
uh, petroleum base that's now green, that has better traction, better weather resistance, all those kind of aspects. So we're going above and beyond just the replacing. We're, we're replacing and improving upon a of, of petroleum-based product at the that, end of the day. Yeah, that's what's amazing is that it isn't just dropping in. It's not price-related at this point. It's related to uh, green chemistries, carbon uh, and you know, making the world a better place. And I think as well, if we talk about um, growers who may not know a lot about high oleic soybeans being kind of a specialty variety, a lot of the same agronomic traits and a lot of the same performance of conventional soybeans, right, John? Yes, um, they they yield on a same basis with elite conventional genetics. Mm -hmm. so, and the farmer has to do really nothing but clean out the combine and of course, keep them separate in bins before they make their delivery. But other than that, it's the exact same thing. So let's talk about how farmers are getting paid handsomely. John, you yeah. mentioned there's a premium for producing high oleic soybeans. We're seeing acreage continue to grow. Obviously that premium is probably helping more producers into the program. What now, what at this point are we seeing as a, as a typical premium? I imagine there's differences in markets, but what do you expect to see growers receive? Yeah, this year, I think we're gonna see about $1.50 a bushel. Um, and it's, uh, you know, again, for, for the trouble, of growing them, um, it, it's a pretty handsome reward. What is the trouble of growing them, John? Well, you know, there's uh, we're seeing the the series. Most of the product is actually a Corteva Plenish variety, mm -hmm. and um, they're just cutting in their enlist okay. uh, varieties into that. So you do have a little bit more aggravation with some weeds because we're ending the okay. Roundup cycle and replacing it with next cycle genetics. So that's probably, when I hear from farmers, that's probably the area that, that they find the most uh, annoying. If there is anything, it, it's in the, the weed issue. That's not bad. Otherwise, though, performance is the same. You're, you're hitting the field the same number of times as you would a conventional bean. It's pretty comparable. It's exactly the same. Now, I believe there's certain states that really can have a focus on high oleic soybeans right now in the U.S., isn't there, John? Yeah, there's 13 producing states currently, but 80% of the volume resides in Indiana and Ohio today, followed by the Delmarva, um, the aggregation of that Northeast uh, area. Is that because of the processing facilities were already there for a higher oleic product, or, or what was it that drove that growth in those regions? Yeah, it's mostly around the end users that started it there, and now we're, we'll see that expand out. Um, it, and so you have uh, six different lar large processors who contribute to mm -hmm. the aggregation of this and the refining of the product. That's fascinating. Yeah. No. To, to that end, I'm, I'm wondering, John, as, as growers are producing, and say I'm an Iowa farmer, I'm excited about this premium potential. I want to put some high oleic beans in the ground. We contribute to the sustainability story that soybeans tell. How do I market those beans? Am I growing them under contract generally for an end user? Am mm. I hauling them to a, a specified uh, a grain delivery point? How does that aspect work? all of those things basically you are under contract you've found a processor that you want to deliver to and you've guaranteed to deliver x amount of bushels uh at a certain point in time i, f I find that fascinating that you know just centered around some of those end users and that's where a lot of the you know production is coming from currently what is the timeline look like as far as maybe some expansion of some of these high oleic soybean facilities across the country are we looking at more coming online here say in the next five to ten years john what what's the latest there yeah we're looking at an exponential growth uh by 2027 with you know getting all the way into the the Dakotas with with these programs mm -hmm. um, as varieties become available for those regions. As we're thinking about end users, John, you mentioned you we're seeing some of this highlight product go into tires. We're seeing some of it go into industrial products. You're seeing some into food. Is there a place that bean growers can locate all of the end users who are who currently might be signing contracts on uh, next acres of uh, high lake beans yeah they can go through corteva or the soylaic programs and uh, jump on the internet and find out where their delivery points or they can go to the u.s united soybean board and find out where they can make their deliveries and how close things are to them so we can start putting a plan together if i'm thinking i want to diversify a little bit explore a new market in 2024 i can st i still have time to put these plans in place you do yeah, absolutely yeah. do. And that's really what it's all about is getting diversification onto these farms and giving a farmer an opportunity to do something a little bit different and make a little bit more money. Yeah, diversification and, and just more continued innovation throughout the soybean industry. And I know that's a lot of what you guys are focused on at the United Soybean Board is kind of just continuing to evolve and expand and push forward 
the message of, of soybeans and, and growing soybeans here in a high quality form across this country, right, John? You are absolutely correct. And I tell you what, soybeans, soybean oil, soybean meal is in a over a thousand different products uh, currently in exponential growth. You know, it just is, all comes down to the science and the focus uh, and investment. John, let's let's look out 5, 10, 15 years here into the future. We continue to see this innovation in soybean genetics, continue to see this sort of differentiation in product. Do you anticipate high oleic beans eventually taking more acres than conventional soybeans? Are, are the advantages at this point, do they look that good on the high oleic side? Yeah, we don't see... Um, the high oleic replacing the, the conventional at this time, but we do see a lot of different platforms. As you indicate, it's a great frying medium for food. Yeah. So, you know, in the Corteva mm -hmm. booth, we were pushing uh, pop popcorn and uh, Frito-Lay potato chips. Uh, who, who, those are a couple, you know, Frito-Lay's adopted the, the program. It, it's in four different of their 26 plants and expanding. They just tested the material in corn products and they'll be moving on to that in 2024 and 25. On the industrial side, the uh, program our farmers have with uh, Goodyear Tire and Rubber is probably the longest continuing partnership that we have. And every year they're, they're rolling out new tires. They've pretty much got the conventional lines done and uh, are now moving into heavy industry and, and farming. Mm -hmm. John, we've heard a lot of talk here at Farm Progress about the use of soybean oil in renewable diesel, and that market's yep. coming. Does high oleic compete in that market, or would that be a conventional bean oil? Yes, I, I, we think that's the beauty of this product. It doesn't. And it is because of that premium. It's more expensive currently. We do believe the premiums will go down as time goes on. But no, this the high oleic footprint gives the food industry something to hang on to while the, the wild, wild west takes off here on this renewable side. So. Okay, that's the that's the the relief valve, so it to is. speak, potentially it for is. food well producers. Put. Yeah, well it kind of kind of gives a little bit of a differentiation, so to speak, there between Absolutely. the two. And that, and that's you know that is a good thing, I think, as you put it, that wild, wild west here, renewable diesels. Uh, I, I feel like we're on the cusp of blowing the top off this thing, so to speak. Yeah, with that, and then sustainable aviation fuel coming behind it, it's uh it's a big time to be in the in the bean world Definitely. yeah not a bad time to be a bean grower Definitely, and I know folks can go you mentioned the unitedsoybean.org uh, website slash high-oleic-soybeans to learn more about high oleic soybeans John we really appreciate you uh, stopping by and telling us more about high oleic soybeans here today oh thanks for the opportunity appreciate it John Jansen VP of marketing with the United Soybean Board Mike we're going to talk more tires with our friends at Trelleborg coming up here in just a few moments and uh we still got a, a little bit of time here at the Farm Progress Show, don't we? We do. It's a beautiful day, folks. Come on down, booth 1062, Trelleborg and Mitas. We'll be back with more AOA right after this. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge, but with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Get uniform control in your fields with trusted, hardworking Lucento fungicide. Control the toughest diseases with a dual mode of action fungicide that consistently outperforms the competition and field trials. Lucento fungicide from FMC works overtime for lasting control to help improve crop yields. Talk about getting the job done. Visit your FMC retailer or lucento.ag.fmc.com for hardworking control in your fields. Always read and follow all legal directions. You're listening to AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Risvet with this market update. The grains are mostly weaker this morning. Livestock is mixed, but with a firmer tone, especially in the fats. Now, this morning's weekly USDA export sales report revealed little in market moving news, although grain sorghum sales remain strong to China. Outside of that, China continues to be an active buyer of Brazilian soybeans and to a lesser extent corn. 
China is buying soybeans from the United States, but nowhere close to the pace that it normally does this time of year. Brazilian beans remain very competitive for this time of year, while Chinese buyers also remain concerned about problems getting soybeans through the Panama Canal in the months ahead as low water levels continue to plague the canal. Chinese buyers will be monitoring the start of Brazil's growing season closely. The El Nino weather pattern tends to favor Argentina and southern Brazil, while the start of the growing season can often be delayed in Mato Grosso and other northern areas by a delay of the start of the monsoon rains in El Nino years. Now, these northern areas typically do not allow soybeans to be planted until after September 15th to reduce the risk of Asian rust. Mato Grosso farmers, though, have been granted permission to plant as early as September 1st this year, but very few farmers are currently expected to do so due to the Asian rust and rainfall concerns. Now here in the U.S., the Midwest is heating up again while it also remains mostly dry. This has taken a toll on crops with yield projections slowly eroding away. Some would argue rapidly eroding lower, and that's true in some areas, but we do lack data to suggest that the national corn and soybean crop yields are collapsing at this point. USDA is currently sampling fields across the Midwest, which should give us our best look to date at the crops when they release their results on September 12th. And crude oil prices are also over 1% higher to two-week highs on market chatter that OPEC will extend production cuts through October. You're listening to AOA for the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Ristvet. 54. So, basically, it's too late to start saving for retirement, right? Not right. Starting to save, even in your 50s, can really make a difference. Well, right now, saving seems hard to wrap my head around. Plus, with the way this year's been going... (laughs) Hey, listen, it's okay. You still got this. Just go to aceyourretirement.org. It's an online tool from AARP that can help you get your retirement savings on track no matter your age. It's free and only takes about three minutes. I like three minutes. Yeah. At aceyourretirement.org, you'll chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach. Just answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized plan and tips to help boost your retirement savings. Tips that are easy to understand and tailored to your lifestyle. I like that too. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Just head to aceyourretirement.org and make your plan to start saving for retirement. Thanks. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Informing America's farmers and ranchers. AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. Welcome back to AOA as we continue live at the Farm Progress Show, third and final day. Trelleborg Booth 1062, come on by and say hi to us and say hi to the tire experts here with Trelleborg and Meets Us. They can get you hooked up and set up with the latest and greatest in ag tire technology, whatever you need for your tractors, combines, trailers, etc. They have it for you here. So come on by and have a conversation. And Mike, right now we're going to have a conversation with another friend of the show. We've been waiting to try and get him on here over the last couple of days. <laughs> Jeff Miller, marketing advisor with Trelleborg Meetos. Jeff, thanks for uh, jumping on the show with us. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. Uh, I was looking forward to it. So yeah, we we saved you for the third and final day, so we can we can really sit down and have a great conversation, right, Jeff? Save the best for last, right? <laughs> Love the confidence, Jeff. Love the confidence. I would say it is true. Yeah, talking about the best. Jeff, you yep. like to talk about the best, particularly when it's coming from Trelleborg and Mitas, and you've got the opportunity to do that in a in in a very interesting segment of agriculture, don't you? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, Trelleborg and Mitas, we are an agriculture company. We do some off highway construction tires, but our bread and butter is in the ag world, and performance really is important to us. Uh, to the point to we have actually entered the tractor pulling realm starting, geez, 2014 was our first uh, step into it. And with one size tire, primarily on your modified, super modified, unlimited type uh, super stock tractors. And this past, uh, what, year and a half, we come out with the the 24.532 version of our Mitas power pull tire. And once everybody got it figured out on the performance characteristics, 
uh, we're pretty much uh, taking control of it right now. So, mm -hmm. well, not, when I think about track truck and tractor pulls, I, I think NTPA, the big boys. I mean, are we talking all the all the main series here, Jeff? Yeah, we're talking NTPA, the Pro Polling League, the Outlaws, uh, any place where the class tractors that allow these two size tires, uh, we're there and we're winning. And when you're talking about these classes that are using your Mitas tires and these tractor pulls, we're not talking light duty stuff, Jeff. How how many horsepower are we talking on some of these tractors? They're north of a thousand, aren't they? Oh, the super modifieds uh, and unlimited modifieds, they're pushing out of four engines, uh, probably over 11,000 horsepower. You know, wheel speeds upwards of 150 wow. miles an hour. Uh, so when they leave the line, besides being very loud, uh, they are putting the power to the ground, and the tire we developed for them uh, gets them hooked up. And there have been some discussions over the years about how to set the sled to, to slow them down. So they really, really have done well. What What is it about the tire that brings its performance to, to such a level, Jeff? What, what did Mitas do to change the game so much? Can we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about it. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, the details, yeah, we're going to have to stay away right? from Keep those under your hat. <laughs> those yeah, are right. proprietary exactly. secrets that right? we have to keep under wraps. But it's really, you got to look at that as a one package. Uh, there's a tread compounding involved. You have the construction of the tire and how it uh, performs. You know, when the, a modified hits at 150 miles an hour wheel speed, naturally that tire is going to change shape. Yeah. Uh, so... When you get the growth of the footprint development underneath where it's grabbing on the ground and kind of pulling and pushing. I don't know if you've ever been to the tractor pull, and you probably don't get on the track to see the burn ends on the very end. To me, that really said a lot on how the performance works. And I kind of equate to it as a, a horse hoof type look. It is a um, semi-circle, mm -hmm. and there's a mound right in the – in the tread so the tread itself is actually grabbing forward pulling itself and then pushing off of this mound behind itself well and i think about as well we were chatting before we went on the air here that the quality and the consistency of the tires that you produce and you know with these mitos tires on these big machines at the truck and tractor pull i mean some of these folks are able to do 50 60 70 runs a year potential and the quality of the tire like these tires are holding up so so well through multiple multiple runs jeff yeah that's one of the things we really kind of pride ourselves on too one of the very first sets that we brought into the u.s and put on a super stock tractor uh jeff hurt he's out of ohio um he is still running that same set of tires today wow and that was eight years ago and he's a full-time competitor on the pro polling league Wow, eight stock. years of life with tires yeah. doing 150 miles an hour well, down that run. They well, they're spinning. Yeah, yeah. They're spinning. those super stocks don't turn them that hard, but they're okay. probably still over 100. Jeez. And they uh, and they look great. I mean, I mm -hmm. talked to Jeff here just a month or so ago, and I said, those are the same tires? He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. He's winning too much. He's too afraid to change them. <laughs> well, he has done very well this year. So, Well, my question is, so we've got the tractor pulling. You've got these tires doing some extreme feats out there on the pull strip. Mm -hmm. Does that technology come back to the ag side? Is there anything we can learn for conventional farmers, maybe not spinning our tires 150 mile an hour, that we can take from the tractor pulling circuit? Well, absolutely. It's all about generating the right footprint for traction. Uh, I know Chris has been talking about VF construction, IF construction, footprint shapes. All that lends itself right to the farmer in the field to maximize the capability of that very expensive piece of machinery that they bought. So mm -hmm. I think that's so important to bring that up is, uh, you know, all this technology, your experts throughout Trelleborg, Mitas, putting in the hours to develop these different types of tread and more, it, it all comes down to that quality and consistency and innovation that we've been talking about here the last couple of days, Jeff. That's right. It, uh, equipment's getting bigger and faster yep and we keep up with it we you know we're putting tires on some of the fastest tractors now in the world and so we just continue on with that same mindset 
from a tire perspective, Jeff, you talk about these fast tractors that we've got. We're running 42, 45 miles an hour on some of these machines. I have probably that same speed over in Europe as well. How much faster can these tractors get with the tire technology that we have? Are we kind of at a limit or can we still push them a little faster with these tires? Boy, that's a tough one. Um, I want to have to err on the side of conservative here. Um, we really recommend staying within the speed limit on the tire itself. Yeah. When you look at a sidewall and you'll see a, usually a three-digit number and a letter after it, it's kind of a small marking. It's a load speed index rating. Uh, that letter will tell you the maximum speed of that tire. These are but, the A, B through E letters, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, it, what happens is the faster you go, uh, the hotter that tire runs. And when you go faster, you reduce your load capabilities on the tire. The so, mm -hmm. right, the heat builds up in the tire. And heat is the number one enemy of any tire, whether it be your car tire, your pickup truck tire, your semi-truck tire. Uh, heat is bad. Yeah, you know, you tires are cured with heat. And if you get too hot, that process actually starts to reverse itself. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I always think of it as you get heat and you get, you know, the pressure changing and just messing with the compound of that tire. Mm -hmm. And, of course, at, at a faster rate, right, Jeff? Yeah, it does. You want to keep the within your limits of yep. where the tire will main is proper performance. Now, naturally, you're not going to run 40 miles an hour across the field. Right. No. You're really talking about, you know, transient type app applications running between the yes. fields. Yeah, mm -hmm. moving with a load maybe down the road 5, 10 miles anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. But man, that is a lot of speed and a lot of weight and a lot of heat. And you got to have the right technology yeah. to make sure it can handle all of that stress. That's right. I mean, all of our tires are tested to meet the specifications to keep the farmer safe in the field and on the road at the same time. Plus, we, uh, we really focus on the driver comfort. So going down the road, you don't want to be sh shook out of the seat. Yeah. You just want to have a nice smooth ride from field to field. Yeah, we really focus on it. Tread design, a part of that? Is that an inflation issue? What keeps the farmer comfortable when you're going from the field to the road? It's uh, There's somewhat of a tread design, but it's more the quality of manufacturing. Mm -hmm. um, the more round the tire is, the less of that road hop and that vibration that you're going to get. Uh, that's real key. Tread is actually important, particularly if you have uh, your lugs or space kind of tight in the middle, because it rides on the center of the tread down the road. Sure. So it uh, has, a, a say, a continuous tread pattern to roll over. Mm -hmm. Right. You're always hitting yeah. the high side of those lugs. Right. And, yeah, wearing those lugs down a little bit. But I suppose mm -hmm. these new tires, Jeff, are they built to wear better on concrete than the tires I used on the old 44, 30, 30 years ago. Yeah, that, that's uh, really going to the, the radial type construction with the tread belts that are underneath of it. It keeps the footprint flatter. Where in the old bias days, I mean, there was a big old crown across yeah. the tire, and it really runs hot in the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, on a radial tire, it is more leveled out and flattened across the tread okay think, keep it consistent yeah keep it consistent and i think coming back to the the whole picture here whether we're talking ag tires or talking the truck and tractor pull series and just all the things you mentioned from the marketing standpoint you know folks are becoming more and more aware i think i think they already were aware just the the great products that you guys have here at trail board and meetos jeff well i appreciate that comment jesse it's as i said we we make ag tires. We don't make car tires. We don't make pickup tires. We don't make truck tires. Yep. Um, we live and die in ag. So right now we're living and we would love to have more people come onto our products and experience them. And they can do that at booth 1062 here for the remaining day of the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. Come on in, see Jeff Miller and Chris Niedert and the whole team here at Trellebor. Yeah, come on in and stop by and see them. Jeff, thanks for joining us on the show today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And we're going to talk to Chris Snyder one more time before we wrap it up here today from the Farm Progress Show. We'll be back with more on AOA coming up right after this. You are not your diagnosis. A medical chart is not your identity. And vision loss does not define you. 
Your drive shows who you are. And you are not alone. Because we are driven too. To be a beacon of strength. A champion of courage. An advocate for hope. You are not alone. Because we are stronger together. We drive the research for the cures we are finding. We're fighting macular degeneration. Retinitis pigmentosa. Usher syndrome. And the entire spectrum of blinding retinal diseases. We fund. We fight. We We win. We 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 are are the the foundation foundation fighting blindness. blindness. Together, we are fighting blindness. Join the fight at fightingblindness.org. I'll take dig a little, learn a lot for 30 bushels. Soft and crumbly. Tom. How does healthy soil feel to the touch? Correct. Dig a little for 40 bushels. Sweet and earthy. Tom. What does healthy soil smell like? Yes, go again. Dig a little for 50 bushels. Dark, porous, and alive. Tom. What does healthy soil look like? You win. Understanding the basics and benefits of healthy soil can make your farm a winner, too. Through lower input costs, better yields, and drought protection, which can lead to a healthier bottom line for your business. Contact your local Natural Resources Conservation Service office today to find out how you can unlock the secrets in your soil. This message brought to you by USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service and this radio station. Join us the first Wednesday of every month on AOA for the latest episode of The Monthly Grind with our friends at the National Corn Growers Association. We'll discuss the latest topics surrounding the corn industry, the relationships between corn and other parts of the agricultural supply chain, the newest initiatives and partnerships from NCGA's Market Development Action Team, and much more. That's the first Wednesday of every month for The Monthly Grind on AOA. It's a show you don't want to miss. When people look at your farm, they just see corn. But to you, it's a lot more than that. It's a college fund, your retirement plan, and it deserves trait protection that can stand up to heavy pressure threats like corn woodworm. SmartStacks Pro with RNAi technology is trusted on over 1 million acres to protect the things that mean more. Trade up at SmartStacksPro.com. Always read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices. Copyright 2023 Bayer Group. All rights reserved. In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you, your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Operators are standing by to answer questions about making a tax-deductible vehicle donation. Find out how you can make a difference in the life of a United States veteran. Call 800-209-6416 for 24-hour response. Call 800-209-6416. 800-209-6416. That's 800-209-6416. Are you heading to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur? Stop by the Trelleborg booth on 10th Street and see Mike Pearson and me, Jesse Allen, broadcasting live. Learn about the HF-1000 and features that minimize soil compaction. We will be broadcasting live from Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from the Farm Progress Show. That's Trelleborg booth 1062 from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you in Decatur. Now. We tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Keeping America's farmers and ranchers informed. AOA. Now back to Jesse Allen. 
Welcome back here to AOA Agriculture of America as we are getting close to wrapping up our broadcast here from the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois. Spending the uh, three days here with our friends at Trelleborg and Meetsos. Chris Neidert with Trelleborg is back with us. And uh, Chris, I know Mike and I have really been enjoying the conversations and uh, just Learning a lot and a, a great refresher for folks who've heard you guys on the show with us before, just about all the products you guys have and the quality and, and, and just everything that you guys are doing here under the Trelleborg uh, and Mitas family, Chris. Well, again, you, you guys know I love to talk about tires. And uh, again, we love to do it right here. Again, we're at a really big farm show again i'm sorry to repeat it's the super bowl of farm <laughs> shows to me and uh, this is a great venue for us to talk to the growers and uh jeff was just talking about the you know he's the tractor pool guru there as you guys could tell there and that translates down to the other tires it's exactly what happens there so uh again our quality product We've got some nice warranties. Come on in and talk to our, our professionals about the tire warranty. Peace of mind there. That brings you there. We've got our Trelleborg instant rebate going. So we can hit that one more time from $100 to $200 instant rebate off the price of the tire. So that's a huge thing. We still got the Visa card giveaway going. Come on in. We're going to be here till 4 o'clock today. And... Uh, just take a couple minutes, come on in and sign. And you oh. mentioned that warranty, too, and I know we touched on that uh, uh, a couple days ago, but some that warranty on your products, some of it sometimes lasts longer than some of the tractor manufacturer warranties, oh, doesn't no. it, Chris? And, and, and I say, you know, we, we, we have two really good warranties. When you add up all the facets of the warranties, there's not a lot of, and I, I sort of joke about this, but not really, there's not a lot of things on the equipment that has a warranty the length of the tires. So we go back to that confidence. We go back to that peace of mind. We go back to the quality. Because let me tell you something. We're not going to put a warranty on the thing like that if it's not going to work. Yep. And that just can show some confidence of how we build the product. Yes. Both in Spartanburg, South Carolina or Charles City, Iowa. So uh, U.S. built. Absolutely. That is so key. Chris, one of the things that we've talked about in the days past, since it's the last day, we're coming up on harvest. If folks are looking at new tires for their harvest equipment, they come in to see you at Trelleborg. What's the technology they need to keep in mind for those, those rigs that load and then unload quickly? Mike, thanks for bringing that up again. And we've hit that, the CFOCHO technology, cyclical field operation, cyclical harvesting operation and if you listen to those words you said it think of the combine think of the grain cart the loading and the unloading those mm -hmm. tires will do a better job for that cycle they will handle the overload because the tires get into an overload condition those tires will last longer we have that that technology in both the mitos brand and the trelleborg brand so it, it's a huge thing the farmer's got to think about that, especially the combine or the grain cart owners. Mm -hmm. uh, it will, that tire will last longer than a standard tire. No question about it. And a lot of great tires, everything, you know, from combines to big row crop tractors to utility tractor fitments to slurry trailers. You mentioned that a few days ago. I mean, you guys have a tire for essentially every piece of equipment on the farm. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I always use the word wide portfolio, telehandlers. Some of the sure. farms have telehandlers. We got a perfect tire, both in both brands. That's really nice having both brands because we can offer, if we don't maybe have it in one, we've got it in the other brand. So that's a nice way to go. Again, I use the word portfolio. It's a huge portfolio. Come on in. We'll have the product for you, I'm telling you. Chris, one of the great things about coming to the Trelleborg booth, booth 1062 here on the last day of the Farm Progress Show is getting the expertise. Folks like me, I don't think about my tires all that often. I grow concerned about them when they explode on the highway. Otherwise, I'm not all that nervous. That's not the best way to go through life, is it, Chris? You got to learn how to manage these tires. And I know if folks can't be here, you've got a resource for them to learn a little bit more about tires online. Is that so, right? Uh, and I know we're not we're on the radio. You can't see it on the screen, but I'm going to give you the two websites. 
to go, and I use this word, plethora of knowledge. <laughs> and the uh, first one's going to be the Trelleborg website. So it'll be www.trelleborg, T-R-E-L-L-E-B-O-R-G dash tires, T-I-R-E-S dot com forward slash E-N dash U-S. I'm sorry for that long thing, but that's <laughs> what it is right there. So you got that. Let's go to the Mitas website. It's www.mitas, M-I-T-A-S dash tires, T-I-R-E-S dot com forward slash E-N dash U-S. So both, they're pretty close there on the end. So uh, just think, or you know what? Google Trelleborg Tires. Google Mitas Tires, you're going to find it. Well, and I know as well we have that linked up on the AOA website too, agricultureofamerica.com. So I'll throw a third website for folks to go through there to get to the links for Trelleborg Mitas. And I know as well, Chris, you have a lot of stuff, a lot of educational tips you put on your YouTube channel. Correct? Yes, we, we have, uh, you'll see yours truly out there. And again, it's talking about our tires. We talk about some features and benefits of our tires. I also have some things with the RIF, VF, the technology we've been talking about. I explained that a little bit on there. So you can go Google that and uh, get some additional education there. Fantastic. Well, final thoughts uh, real quick, Chris. We, we thank you and, and everyone here, of course, for having us for three days with Trilleborg and Mitas. And as always, uh, it was always great to see you catch up with you. And Mike, I know you have enjoyed your time as well with always uh, with always here. it's so great to talk to my friends at trelleborg once again jesse thanks for letting me sit in this week i yeah. appreciate it chris great to, to pick your brain again on the tire front. well i have a fun three days here guys this is uh fun for me and you, uh, thank you for coming jesse thank you for your you knowledge and mike thank you for yours and thank you to aoa we really appreciate the prop the opportunity to talk about our product Fantastic. Chris Snyder there with Trello Borgamitas. Mike Pearson joining me. We're out of time here on AOA, Agriculture of America, broadcasting for the Farm Progress Show with our friends at Trello Borg Booth 1062. I'm Jesse Allen. Have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Join us every Tuesday for Around the Table, brought to you by CHS, as we examine how the modern cooperative system solves today's biggest challenges. We'll be talking to CHS experts and farmers and ranchers just like you, and we'll learn how cooperatives apply innovation and technology to help co-op owners get more value every day. Join us Around the Table every Tuesday, or visit cooperativeownership.com to learn more. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge, but with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. A good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives with your gifts. Your heart could keep beating. Your kidneys could keep filtering. And your intestines could keep on digesting for others. And that's not all. You can improve the lives of 50 more people as an eye and tissue donor, restoring sight and health. And you're not just helping out the person receiving the transplant. You're touching whole families with your life-saving gift. Register in minutes. Just go to organdonor.gov. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Sign up today. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.